Grab your hiking shoes and your backpack and come out on another adventure. This is the Texas Trailhead. Quick little preface to this week's podcast. We went up to Mother Neff State Park. I'm not on a mission to only do parks I've never been to before. That just seems how how it's been going so far the last few weeks of, uh, or the beginning of 2020. So we decided to go to Mother Neff State Park. And it's not that far away. It ended up being about an hour and a half from door to door. And going up there was was really pretty. We took a couple back roads. But on the way back, well, before on the way back, we had lunch. We went up to Fort Worth for lunch and had an amazing lunch at this place called Guest Barbecue. You may or may not have caught in previous episodes, but I used to, well, I still have it. I have a, a barbecue website called Texas Brew and Barbecue. And for a long time, that was my obsession was, well, it was brew and barbecue, like I said. So craft beer, beer and barbecue. And I got really into it. And then just because it's food, I kind of burned myself out because all I wanted to eat was barbecue, which is a different kind of experience. And so I didn't really enjoy barbecue as much for a while. I started doing that in 2014, so it was pretty hardcore. And it created kind of a lot of problems at the time. It's like, well, every meal has to be new barbecue, or I have to try all the new craft beer that's coming out just so I can write about it. I was coming up with all those excuses. And so eventually I kind of got tired of the whole thing and was really starting to feel like what I had intended to do for fun and then try to do as a business just wasn't really that interesting anymore. So I stopped doing it for content and finally got back into enjoying barbecue just because I I, I still ultimately like really good barbecue. And so when we were at Mother Neff, which isn't what this episode's about, but we were looking for a place to eat and saw that there was there were two options of really good places to get barbecue. And I reached out to my buddy who still does barbecue, and he actually has a really awesome podcast called Tales from the Pits that he does with uh, his buddy Andrew, and they cruise around to different spots and give uh, barbecue reviews and talk to barbecue shop market owners. And you should really check them out. Tales from the pits. And I reached out to him. I was like, Hey man, we're just south of Fort Worth. Where should we be going for barbecue? And he gave me two options. And unfortunately one was just about to close. So we knew we weren't going to make that trip whatsoever. And the other option we saw closed in like an hour. And we figured that by the time we got there, they closed at 4. We figured we'd get there about 3.20. And it'd be cutting it close and it'd probably be 
I don't know, in my experience, just not how I wanted to be showing up at that time. But we decided we were just going to go and kind of see see what it was like. So we get there, and there weren't very many cars in the parking lot. But it was Sunday, and he had mentioned that on Sundays they do the um, brunch. They do an all-day brunch. And we walked in. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry, we're late, we're, we're, we're kind of at the end of y'all's day, and everyone was super friendly, and I was told by my buddy Brian to get, so they do brunch, but not in like a cliche, trendy kind of way, they do like breakfast foods mixed with barbecue, but it's done, they're done really well, and he said that I needed to get the buttermilk pulled pork pancakes, so I was like, okay, cool. And we got a couple other things. But this place was legit. It was so good. And the the pulled pork is like put in the pan. And then the batter for the pancakes was put on top of it. So then it all cooks. So it wasn't like pulled pork was blended into the pancake. Like it was a pancake on top of pulled pork. But like that salty sweet combo that it's always really good and we got deviled eggs and the brisket and my daughter's into brisket and she's usually pretty opinionated and she thought it was really good and the brisket was amazing. So if you're ever in the Waco area or anyone that's listening in North Texas that hasn't been, check out Guest Barbecue. So that's a quick little sidebar there. The point of where I'm going was when we were there at lunch, we decided that We needed to, well, we didn't need to. Our daughter is 10, so she's in fourth grade right now. And she's been needing a desk, or she's been wanting a desk. And she's been doing all of her schoolwork on just, like, in her bedroom on the floor. And we have a table, obviously, or not obviously, but we have a table in the kitchen. And then we have a little table right behind her couch that she does work on. But when she's just in her room, she's been on the floor. And we we felt like we needed to get her a desk as school's getting a little bit more. She's doing a lot more schoolwork at home. Homework, I guess, is what they call that. It's called homework, Daniel. And so we decided, look, we're not going to be up in this part of the woods anytime soon that I can think of. So if we're going to go, then we're just going to go. So we decided to go to Ikea. Not really reluctantly, because we were still kind of gung-ho about it at the time. And so we decided to go to Ikea and we got her a desk. And so one of the things that we decided to do was, look, you've got a desk now. We are going to give you some work, work assignments to, um, to kind of earn this, this desk privilege. And mama gave her one assignment to write an essay about how she can convince her friends or things that she can tell to her friends to um, be safe about coronavirus, because that's a thing that has come up in discussion for her and her school. So just things that she can tell her friends about how to keep germs away or whatever. And my assignment for her was, because at the time I didn't really know what I was going to talk about, <laughs> was 
I needed a topic for this week's episode. So I'm kind of cheating a little bit. So my daughter finished her assignment and she said that I should talk about some of my favorite places to hike or some of my favorite places I've hiked in at Texas so far. So that is what I'm going to talk to you about today. So stay tuned. So yeah, my daughter's work assignment for her new desk was she needed to help me come up with a podcast topic for this week. And she wants me to talk about what some of my favorite places to hike so far are. So it's kind of a listicle, but I did get to kind of come up with a couple things that I wanted to speak to and not so much a best of, but just kind of give some reasons behind why I liked some of these places. And there's just some places that I've been so far. So obviously there's places on the list that I've never been to that I would really love to go. Um, Big Bend is one of them. It's just, I've talked about it in other episodes. It's just, it's so far, <laughs> it's so far away. And uh, planning that trip, I want to do it right. I just don't want to do like a, spur of the moment type thing. So um, I came up with a couple different places. So hopefully you are close enough to visit some of these places. If not, I hope you put them on your radar. It is kind of neat to see on the metrics for this podcast that most of the people are from Texas because there's Texas in the keyword Maybe you can hear me clicking in the background. Um, so obviously Texas is going to be kind of the main um, listening center, but check it out. Um, the next place that have people tuning into this podcast, believe it or not, Saudi Arabia, and then New Zealand, Australia, Ireland, Canada, and the Netherlands kind of round out the top section, um, but mostly in the United States. And in the United States, 95% of those people live in Texas. And then it goes all the way out to Florida, Virginia, et cetera, et cetera. So that was pretty fascinating because, you know, I, I mean, I see people that are listening, but I, I really um, am thrilled that people are actually tuning in and, and not that I don't mind just kind of talking into a microphone and getting some thoughts out, but it is really special for me to see people are tuning in from literally all around the world. So props to you all for tuning in wherever y'all are listening to this episode, whether that's while driving. Um, just a quick note, there's nothing you can do about traffic, so don't stress out. It'll be all right. Just just tune in. Just tune in to me and or any of your other podcasts. If this one gets boring, I'm not going to take offense. I won't know any difference. Um, just drive safely. That's the most important thing. If you're working out, you know, just just one more rep. You can do it. You can do it. But make sure that with all the working out that you're happy on the inside. You know, none of, none of that's going to matter if you're not happy with who you are inside. And, you know, do, just do what you can. 
And uh, if you're just uh, in between your shift or just walking the dog or whatever, welcome, welcome, welcome. I really appreciate you all. So let, let's get into this little uh, topic that I had my daughter um, help me with. You may have seen her in some of my YouTube videos. You can just look up um, YouTube.com. I think it's just my name. I'll, I'll add it to the description. I, I did learn when I'm when I have said in the past, like, oh, just check it out in the, the, the description. Most of the time, you can only see that on the Anchor app, and you'll probably hear an ad for Anchor coming up at some point. But it doesn't really work as well on the majority of the listeners, which are using Apple Podcasts. So, um, but go to the TexasTrailhead.com. And you'll see some other info for the YouTube page. And that's not a huge priority. I'm having fun doing videos. I think it's neat to see places to hike and whatnot. But um, I do feature Sophia, my my child, in some of the videos. And, and she does get a kick of kick out of helping me on the videos and, and the podcast and whatnot. So without further ado... The first place I have on my list is the closest place that I can hike at, and it's Purgatory Creek in San Marcos, Texas. I think Purgatory Creek offers a lot of what you will find typically in or around the Central Texas parks. You're going to see a lot of rocks in the ground. You're going to see a lot of oak trees, a lot of cedar trees, a lot of kind of ranch-style land. Um, There are a lot of trails at Purgatory. And the park is part of a bigger park system, which is the San Marcos Greenbelt Alliance, which does a lot of really amazing work. There are three main parks that are part of the San Marcos Greenbelt Alliance. And then there's one that's an undeveloped uh, part that you can just enjoy nature, but there's not, there aren't, you know, set trails at that place. But the San Marcos Greenbelt Alliance is also mostly volunteer, as far as I can remember. They do take donations and whatnot to help maintain the trails, but they do a lot of really good work for the area. They are currently working on expanding some of the other trails to make them more ADA accessible. Um, I don't know if that's redundant, accessible ADA. Well, just to make them more ADA compliant. And I think that's really neat that they're doing all of that work to get more people to hike and be out on the trails and, um, and whatnot. So the trail that I walk or walk or hike or whatever you want to call it is called the Dante trail. And it's, it's an up and down. So in one direction, it's four miles. So without really exploring any more of the park, I can do eight miles just as a quick little day hike and feel pretty good. Or I can go out and explore a little bit more and I can really get to like 12 or 15, adding in some of the other um, trails that are at this place. But best of all, I think, and why I always recommend this place, is it's free. It's a park that doesn't require admission. What it requires is that you have fun, that you pack up everything that you take with you, 
leave no trace and, you know, be respectful to the other hikers, follow the rules in, in regard to the dogs and, and leashing and when when that's appropriate. And it's also, if you're into the birding, it's um, a nesting area for the golden warbler. And so it actually just started March 1st. So March 1st through September, sections of Purgatory Creek um, nature area close for hiking. So um, they, they, they did a lot of research and in that aspect and, and know what parts of the park that need to be um, closed for, for that time of year, which is no big deal. They aren't any of the major trails, so it kind of eliminates that for the most part. Uh, but yeah, Purgatory Creek in San Marcos, Texas, and the San Marcos Greenbelt Alliance. If you're in Central Texas, I really think you should check them out and uh, check out the uh, trail system that is in town. So that's probably one that I'm at or I'll take people to or recommend um, most if I know they're going to be in the area. Um, backpacking and hiking in Texas, that Facebook page, I usually recommend that one uh, pretty frequently on there too. So um, yeah, the next park that I definitely think it was definitely one of my favorites is McKinney Ruffs. It's a LCRA park. I am going to do a separate post about this place, but I think one of the uh, fascinating things about the LCRA parks is that they are fairly close to the Colorado River. The LCRA is a power company that is the Lower Colorado River Authority, and they have water as part of a lot of their parks. So at Bastrop, I talked about South Shore. They're not really on the Colorado per se, but there is water there. The Colorado River does flow through Bastrop, which is where they are. But McKinney Ruffs is going to be on Highway 71 past Bastrop. And it was recommended to me by my buddy Brooke. And she was a huge inspiration for getting outside. And I remember early on, right before I started hiking, I was just looking for places when I was still um, trying to do the running thing. She had told me of a, a handful of different parks that I definitely needed to check out. And McKinney Ruffs was one of them. Not to be confused with McKinney Falls, which is the Texas State Park in Austin, Texas. But McKinney Ruffs has a lot of, besides the water, there are a lot of awesome trails. There's really beautiful views. There is some elevation. They're right. They, they share land or I'm not really sure what the deal is, but there is a zip line company that is there also. And so where the zip lines, I guess, begin, um, the, the, it's a little bit hilly. I wonder if you can hear my cat in the background running around the house. Um, it's a little bit hilly. There are, um, sections that are going to make your thighs burn a little bit, but uh, stay tuned for an episode on that uh, coming up soon. Uh, but McKinney Ruffs, it's an LCRA park. Definitely recommend that one. One of my favorites. This next grouping 
It's going to be two places that were both really, really short trips, but just being there and looking around and seeing the views, just the views alone were amazing. And there are two places that I really want to go back to. One's probably going to be a little bit trickier than the other one. And that is Palo Duro. That one is all the way up north. And the reason why we went to that wall, funny, now that I'm thinking about it, I had these bulleted, but these were both places that we went to um, because of a road trip that my dad and I took. Huh, that's funny. I didn't realize that when I was typing this up. But yeah, Palo Duro Canyon is the place we went on the way back into Texas. And the second place is Guadalupe Mountains. And that was the one place that I wanted to stop on the way out of Texas. <laughs> so, like I said, both just miraculous, both beautiful and scenic and so much there, so much to explore that I definitely want to go back. Palo Duro Canyon, like I said, is probably, if I had to pick, not the first option on those out of those two to revisit. I definitely want to go back to Guadalupe Mountains. I definitely want to challenge myself and do the peak. I know, I know, but I just haven't done it. Um, and, and you know, I, Palo Duro, I definitely want to do, but just kind of logistically when I would make it all the way back up to the Amarillo area, I probably don't know as much. I don't know. Maybe I'm making an excuse. Maybe I should really try to go back to each of them. But just looking at those places alone, I can't even imagine how much more majestic they will be digging in a little bit deeper to some of these places. Um, and then last on my list for, for the time being, there's definitely, I mean, a I love a lot of the places that I've hiked at, but I think last on my list and the most special to me would be Enchanted Rock. And it's special for a lot of firsts. It's the first episode of this podcast. Ha ha. You can go back and listen to that. Number one, numero uno. It is the first major park hike for me. It was my first uh, hike really with my daughter. She's, I mean, yeah, we'll just call it that. The first major state park hike with my daughter. And that was the the first park that really created that spark that wanted or pushed me to spend more time outdoors. And, you know, I can't really say enough about that place. I know it's super popular and, and that's fine. It's a wonderful place I want a bunch of people to visit and hopefully have the same experience that I did. But it's definitely special to me in that sense. It's not somewhere that I'm going to frequent very often because as of right now, I really just go around my birthday and that's kind of part of that weird thing about having a certain kind of order or certain like, I don't want to ruin that vibe. I think going once a year for my birthday, the way it started is more special to me. And it's kind of a fun way to compare year to year and see how the experiences are and 
and see kind of what kind of shape we're in at the time. And so far it's just been my daughter and I that have made it um, to that hike for, for birthday. And so, yeah, those would probably my four groups of parks that I recommend are some of my favorite places to hike. Obviously there's some honorable mentions, I think anything that I talk about on this podcast is going to be places that I I recommend. Just like I, coming full circle here, just like when I had more time to focus on my barbecue website, I was never intending to put somebody on blast if I was willing to take the time to talk about that particular restaurant. If it was a place that I didn't like or didn't have a good experience, then I just wouldn't say anything. And I think that's, to me, more powerful instead of wasting time being negative. And so, you know, any place that I talk to y'all about or talk to recommend people that are getting into hiking or when I'm at work and they're new in town and we talk about hiking, they're like, well, where do I hike? You know, there's definitely going to be places uh, Pernell State Park is a, is a special place. I learned a lot there as far as food and water management and, and being prepared with mapping. There's definitely some big surprises of parks too. I think that the Lockhart State Park was a big surprise. I think places like Palmetto have some fascinating things that they offer i mean any of the ccc parks are as you all know going to be some of my favorites i just put out a video for longhorn cavern state park which was fun to put together it's really small place and so the video i felt like i was forcing myself to stretch that video out a little bit more and kind of ran out of steam at the end and put out probably something, but you know, I'm not a professional, but I feel like I probably put out something that wasn't complete, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how the next one goes. Um, but yeah, there's definitely uh, a bunch of places that I want to go to. And there's other places that I'm not mentioning in this episode that are, are fine, but I don't feel are, are that all spectacular. So All right. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Texas Trailhead podcast. If you like what you heard, please let me know by leaving feedback on Apple iTunes or wherever you listen to this podcast. You can also support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes. You can find this on anchor.fm and just search the Texas Trailhead. Still looking for more? Click the links below to find the website, Facebook page, and see pictures from the outdoors on my Instagram page. So until next time, grab your backpack, put on your hiking shoes, and let's go out on another adventure. This is the Texas Trailhead.